Right, our next guest on uh, Triple M Football is a man that's uh, in charge of the Gold Coast uh, Suns at the moment. They've started in pretty ordinary fashion, losing the first two. They've got Geelong next week, and then they've got GWS in Brisbane. So not without a chance to uh, to uh, to clear up the mess that's been created here in the first two weeks. Their coach Rodney Eve joins us. Rocket, appreciate your time. Thanks, Brian. Um, if you could put a finger on it, what would it be in the first two weeks? Do you think that you need to uh, to, to work around? Well, there's a lot of things. Um... I think uh, first week, I, as I mentioned, I think it was effort really across the board to be able to bring the intensity as required at AFL level. Um, uh, I think really looking at the other games this year so far seems if it's if it's gone up a notch. Um, I think last night uh, was really our ball use uh, was the main problem. Just uh, that second quarter, um, out of the eight goals, seven goals, two were from turnovers and some of them were we have bad ones, and it's very difficult to defend when some of those turnovers happen. In the third quarter, we lifted and kicked one seven ourselves, so just not be able to take our chances. So uh, I thought the effort improved, uh, but uh, our, our use of the ball at times was very poor. Hey, Rocket, uh, I heard you last week on Channel 7 say that uh, you know this footy club may be a, a couple of years away from you know playing good, solid finals footy, and then I heard you again yesterday saying we might have to go backwards. I mean, obviously, from the outside looking in, I sit there and sort of wonder why a club five years in, they've been building to something special. A lot of us had uh, the Gold Coast in the eight. Why would you have to go backwards to go forward? Was it, was it in that much of a mess when you got there? No, 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 no. I just I use the word might. Um, yep. Really, you know, obviously we're all, uh, in every club, you're really planning to at least threaten for a premiership. Um, that's where you want to head. You just don't want to be in the eight. And uh, I think uh, probably a lot of our youngsters have just played on talent. And uh, probably we do that and now we win some games. But I don't think it's going to hold up just, just actually playing on talent. So you've got the systems and the way you want players to play and... Their roles are going to have to play. Some some guys have been first round draft picks are going to have to tag and play, play different roles and play different positions. So, uh, as far as that education, so that's the thing I meant. But it's just not actually playing on talent. So, um, whether that by going backwards, I meant that okay, we don't get the results uh, to be able to project forward. Uh, but uh, but they've got to be able to learn that, and that's uh, that's uh, that's what I meant by that statement. Hey, and, and Gaz clearly isn't 100% at the moment. And uh, a few people tell me that uh, he, he doesn't like playing unless he's somewhere near 100%. Does Gaz want to play right now, Rocket? Yeah, he does. Well, you know, certainly we haven't put any pressure on him. I haven't at all. And the medical staff, staff have cleared him. And our medical staff wouldn't play anyone that wasn't right. Um, so, uh, no, he's done a lot of work on it. Um, I mean, you've had a shoulder operation, Duck, and... Uh, I remember when I was at North, you, you had it, and yep. I don't know how long it took you to play. It was only three three or four months, I would have thought. Yep. Um, and I think, like all players, and coach a lot of players have, that you, you don't feel pristine in the, in the joint. It's, it's as much as the confidence that you feel it's not going to do anything to me. So you're going to feel a little bit sore in that after games because you're putting it in situations that uh, that some of the muscles haven't been used to after the operation. So, so, it's, so, so I think it's a bit of that. It's just a bit of Gary really just feeling confident with it. Uh, certainly, you saw that tackle last week. I think it was Vine who drove him into the ground, but yep. there was nothing... There's no repercussions from that. If, he's, if his shoulder wasn't right, he wouldn't have been able to survive that. Um, so it's just a matter of him, um, you know, be able to be able to work through that. Um, but, uh, no, it's mainly, I think it's mainly just a confidence thing, really.
Hey Rocket, you've got uh, you've got a really rich list of young talent, and hopefully that develops and develops very quickly through the course of this year. But when you look at the team that was named last night, Rishkatelli, Ablett, Harbrow, Malcheski, do you have enough of that high-end experience, the on-field leaders that can help implement and teach players on the ground whilst you're trying to do what you're doing, either at training or during a game from the coach's box? Um, yeah, it's an interesting point, Twitter. I think yeah, now that was that was I think the club have known that for a while. Um, uh, and that's uh, you now we've got to be able to develop that leadership. Um, as I said, I think on the whole list and includes Andrew Rains, we've probably only got six players above 25 mm. years of age. But having said that, they've played a, you know they've played a fair bit of footy now. We've been together you know, for four or five years, some of them. Um, uh, it's just a matter of being able to able to develop that and be able to stand up. And obviously, you now that uh, midfield with Gary probably not playing there as much. No mirror out that you know that it's, you know, it's left to swallow and Richard Tilly. So we've got to. Uh, actually develop another layer of uh, players who can do that and not, not totally rely on Gary because I think probably in the past Gary's been able to get the team over the line at times and uh, so there's a, there's a whole, way, whole, whole new way of education for those guys to be able to take on board. Rocket, it's Jade Clark here. Obviously a lot of hype and, um, and talk really about your side over the past four months. Do you think that, you know, any of that could have affected any of the players' mindset? You know, not, not getting ahead of themselves, but do you think that could have been a, a factor for them and then the start to the season has been a reality check? Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, Jay. I, I think we're, we're all amateur psychologists, <laughs> whether it's a media person or as a coach, and uh, you have our theories, but... Uh, whether to the you know they've been highly touted and uh, and as I said they you know I would display their talent and probably uh, internally and maybe externally too uh, said that you know it's just going to happen that we'll be able to play finals so whether that um, uh, what's the right word about you know what's required today for level is a tough industry it's 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 a tough grind week in and week out and you just can't. Be selective, or uh, each week, as far as your effort, or as far as your intensity that you bring to the game, and uh, so that's uh, that's the thing we're going to have to be looking for as, as, a, as a starting point, as a, as a four-quarter consistent effort. And at the start of the season, mate, your chairman uh, John Witherev, and we love these sorts of really bold expectation-type <laughs> comments, but he says not only are you going to make finals, you're going to run deep into the finals. Have you had a chat with your chairman just to say, you know, perhaps we need to uh, reprogram? Um, no, I haven't. I spoke to John about that. I'm not. I mean, I think I clarified that at the time that I think all clubs should be aiming high. Uh, I don't think that should dull your expectations or your aims. Um, whether you're able to get there or not, okay, well, you can assess that if you don't and uh, and then you take the emotion out of it and work a plan to be able to rectify that. But uh, um, I, I don't think there should be any ceiling on any, any player or any team. Uh, and, and certainly from our point of view, there won't be any, any sort of lowering of uh, expectations, but by the same token... You know, we've got to take it week by week and educate and, and uh, teach and, uh, and our expectations as far as effort have, can't be compromised. Hey, Rocket, I heard, uh, once again, I heard you last week talk about talent and potential. From an outsider, when you're at the Pies, you look in the Gold Coast Suns, us as outsiders, when we look at them, we thought, yep, a lot, a lot of talent. Uh, this, this side's going somewhere. More talented um, or less talented now that, uh, now that you're there? Yeah, it's, uh, I suppose where you assess it. I think the... the, the Surprising thing is, I think last year for kick rating and kick efficiency was second last, and you know we displayed it again last night. So that that's probably surprised me. Um, the actual be able to make decisions under some sort of pressure and be able to kick the ball. So that's a thing we've worked heavily on over the summer, and we'll continue to do that. So um, 
But as you mentioned, as I said, I mean, it's a dangerous word to say talent, isn't it? And there's a lot of talented uh, footballers that don't make it, and there's a lot of supposed non-talented players that end up All-Australian and end up very good AFL players. So um, uh, I keep mentioning it, but the baseline's got to be the work ethic and um, and your attitude. Uh, it's just not going to happen if you've got some, some, some sort of supposed talent. Appreciate your time, Rocket. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Rodney Ed, coach of the Gold Coast Suns.